Welcome to the Unleashing Your Entrepreneurial Brilliance, a journey with the Gene Keys, a podcast series with myself, Kayla G. I'm really excited because over the next 14 episodes, I'll be sharing my journey of working with the Gene Keys from an entrepreneurial lens and how this work has profoundly impacted me as a business owner over the last few years. This series is also a sneak peek into my program called The Illuminated Entrepreneur. This is a four-month program where you and I would work together on diving deep into your gene keys and human design, giving you the chance to break free from outdated business paradigms and conditioning that no longer serve you. With dismantling these barriers, you'll learn to trust yourself deeply, show up in your business with authenticity and sustainability, while simultaneously making a massive impact with the clients that you serve. You can learn more about this through the links in the show notes or shoot me a DM on Instagram at Kayla G or email hello at Kayla G.com. Now let's dive in. Hello everyone. Really, really happy to have you here as we continue on the journey of the Venus sequence through these episodes. So today we're going to be diving into the fifth sphere in the Venus sequence known as the unconscious Venus and this is the SQ aka spiritual quotient so the venus planet as i mentioned before because it shows up consciously as well in the venus sequence is all about your values and your relationships and so today we're really going to be talking about the gene key that i have here which i share is the same as the eq so i have 41.4 again the 41st gene key yesterday i said that it was not yesterday in the other episode that you listened to i said that the 41 was part of the start stop codon ring and specifically the start codon ring so i want to correct that and also that makes sense because the gift is anticipation so something new is starting so this specific sphere is known as the catalyst for our healing journey in terms of us being connected to our spiritual journey which obviously makes sense because it's called the spiritual quotient so the breakthrough of our radiant sphere so if you're actually looking at the gene keys you're going to see that this sphere is literally in the line the pathway of breakthrough between the evolution and the radiance and the activation sequence so this isn't just by mistake it's actually very intentional So even though you go through the radiance and then the purpose and attraction and IQ and EQ and then you get into the SQ, even though there's a few spheres in between the radiance and the SQ, that pathway is still deeply connected to the SQ because it's really about the breakthrough of the radiance. So your breakthrough in terms of what allows you to radiate physically, mentally, emotionally, and that that pathway breakthrough is about acceptance, right? So when you have that breakthrough and acceptance, this is really what's going to allow you to open up your heart with the SQ and experience that unconditional love. So your IQ rules your psychology, right? The mental plane, the EQ rules your ideology, and then the SQ rules your mythology, which I love mythology. We talk about goddesses and all of that. Like it's obviously the spiritual realm. Like it just feels like such a juicy sphere to contemplate. It's so, it can be so elusive, but then I feel like when we really sit with it, there's so much there that's going to show up for us. So this is all about the homecoming to ourselves, how we value relationships and love. 
And the love experienced through this fear is a consequence of the love that travels through the pathway of love. So remember when I talked about in the EQ, you have this breakthrough around your emotional intelligence and your emotional awareness and you're opening yourself up more to love, right? Because that's the purpose of the Venus sequence is really going deep within ourselves to get to that point of unconditional love and how we share that with others, right? So the, the love coming from the EQ is going into the SQ, allowing us to have a spiritual experience. So this fear is the only sphere that doesn't have a shadow side. So remember how with each of the line expressions up until this point, I was sharing that there's a shadow side and a city side or, you know, a signature side. And the reason why is because the SQ is intentionally designed to be just purely innocent in the way that we experience and recover our spiritual existence and in human experience that we're having like in this 3D world. So the SQ is known as the flame that never falters. It's always there. And it's so funny because as I'm saying this, what I'm really realizing is when I was in Bali in the spring, I did my first ever mushroom ceremony and I'd never done psychedelics before, which is like hilarious. I went from nothing until the age of 33 years old and I did a mushroom ceremony and we did three and a half grams and it was a lot. And I literally was horizontal for four hours. I had multiple realizations, multiple identity deaths. Like it was literally a trip. And the funny thing is that being in that, like I, and even when I've watched Netflix shows that talk about psychedelics, like there's one on Netflix right now and it, uh, it talks about psilocybin, which is mushrooms. And it's it all the people share such a similar experience where they feel this connectedness to consciousness it's just like you plug in to all truths and it's such a spiritual experience it's like everything is existing simultaneously and there's just this deep knowing even though the experience in the psychedelic journey can feel very chaotic at certain points but it really is a flame that never falters. Like when we, when you do these psychedelic experiences, it's like you tap into this flame and it's just there and it's present and it's spiritual and there's this massive innocence about it. And the part where we feel fear or we judge ourselves or all of the contradiction or contradicting emotions and experiences we have as a human that come from the ego those falter, they come and they go, but underneath it all, like that innocence and that spiritual ability to live a life connected to something deeper and connected to unconditional love is always there. It's always there. So this flame in the SQ, this flame of unconditional love is what we're here to claim over and over again. Like we're always coming back to this unconditional love. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed my unexpected story of mushrooms because I was, I'm here looking at my notes and I'm like, um, this feels like it's just going to come through right now. And it's, it was a spiritual experience and it's relatable to this freaking sphere. So I'm going to say it. So anyways, I guess you're just learning all about me through this series. So when you contemplate this, you can really ask yourself because unconditional love is the secret sauce here, you know, and it's like when and where and how can I tap into unconditional love in order to feel closer to my natural spiritual self? And how can you contemplate the frequencies of this fear so that it will give you the space to come home to yourself from a place of pure love? And how will this influence your relationship with others, right? So I'm going to dive into the 41 now. And it's interesting because 
the 41 is again all about the shadow of fantasy the gift of anticipation and the city of emanation and so when i look at when i look at the sq and it's so funny because now i feel like this is like dropping in intuitively for me now that i've shared the mushroom story i feel like before i had this ceremonious experience in bali i was very much in the fantasy of knowing what i know in this 3d realm as a human being and knowing what i know in terms of being a business owner and just like learning information but when i consider the spiritual journey that is involved with being an entrepreneur and like obviously if you're listening to this you're someone that's into spirituality like i'm not even gonna try and you know dumb that down but there really is this spiritual experience of being an entrepreneur where it's like this constant initiation into confronting our ego and looking at the judgment that we have towards ourselves when we're being triggered because our ego is trying to drive us to succeed because it wants us to survive and it's like that is a fantasy that is a consistent cycle that shows up and so for example when I was in that mushroom ceremony and I just felt like I blew the doors off of my mind essentially like literally blew my mind open the anticipation of starting something new like really even though we we live a life a new day every day and we live certain patterns and routines in every day there is still this flavor of something new like we can start something new at any point and it's kind of interesting because this is the experience of being an entrepreneur is like we have the freedom to start something new whenever we fucking feel like it but then it's like the way that we start something new this anticipation really me sitting with myself and asking like am i doing this to fulfill the needs of my ego and wanting to make money and wanting to call in the right people and wanting to be famous for my work in a way that's not genuine or service-based like what like where is this anticipation coming from or is the anticipation rooted in the spiritual aspect of deeply desiring to support others in their journey offering my services in a way that's going to be a massive contribution and over delivering in a way where everyone's cup is full and everyone is receiving like there's a very interesting way to view anticipation when I bring spirituality into it because sometimes I think anticipation changing things and that pressure from the root center the 41 being a gate there is that it can just be very masculine energy and that being like driven into achieving an ambition and so on. So now it's like really this interesting conversation of balancing that yin and that yang energy. And so again, I shared in the last episode, emanation is like the consequence and the result and the byproduct. So when I really look at, let's say my spiritual relationship to my business, because Venus is about relationships and the things that you value, this is a point where I can come back to and really check in and say, Kayla, like, are you spiritually connected to the work that you're doing? Or are you stuck in the fantasies of what you think you need to do in order to be successful? And then that piece comes in, like, you know, the IQ and the EQ, being responsible for my mental influences and in that, being responsible for my emotional influences and in that, and really looking at how I can create this space to come back to this innocence of the SQ so that I can continue to, you know, fulfill my purpose and what it is that I'm here to do through the work of my business, right? Because yes, keeps leading to the core wound and then we're going into being of service through the pearl sequence. So 
this really is a tool for me to come home to myself, just like I said, right? This, this fear is a coming home, it's a soul retrieval, coming back to the why and really looking at remaining innocent and not being so influenced by what society says we should be doing as service providers or you know these lofty goals that maybe don't feel aligned for us like really really coming home to our truth and in that you know again i mentioned that pathway breakthrough but it really is that acceptance in the moment when i find i'm when i find i'm in the shadow when i'm coming from that place of ego rather than my my higher self right so when we look at this i forgot to say that i will add now this is the third phase of the seven year cycles of the venus sequence so the iq eq and the sq so this is the imprinting between the ages of zero to seven years old and it's really interesting because that time if you're into psychology the zero to seven years old children we are so just subconscious at that point we're like a sponge like we are being completely formed by society, our parents, our guardians, our friends, the school system, the sports we play, the books we read, all of that is like heavily molding us into our beingness, right? So the the line that you'll contemplate in this sphere, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, I have the fourth line, is representative of what you, so our, like us, yourself, as a child needed in order to seek fulfillment in the journey of your mythic and spiritual identity. So I'm going to give like an example of that in a minute. But that, that line is really going to be the pillar or the lighthouse of like what it is that we needed to support us during that time that maybe we didn't have at that time or it's just like a reminder for us now as an adult to really contemplate to ground us into that to come home back to ourselves like i've been saying so this cycle is an unconscious cycle where we get imprinted during the ages of zero to seven years old and the remembering doesn't come from our mind it comes from our body because this fear has the unconscious Venus and the unconscious definition in human design and gene keys all has to do with the body. So this fear is about the emotional breakthrough of love and the possibility of emotional breakdown, right? Because the breakdown, a breakdown is always, there's always a breakthrough when there's a breakdown every time. As much as it feels like we're just spiraling into a shitstorm, there's always a breakthrough and a breakdown. And again, the pathway breakthrough runs through the SQ. And it comes from acceptance. So this is why the pathway is associated with love. So the pathway of love leading to the SQ. Or it's also the shadow side of isolation, right? So when we are not experiencing unconditional love, we may feel isolated because we need to love a certain way. We need to do certain things in order to receive love. So that's a form of isolation. So this fear is where the pain comes through, not where it starts. So how you respond to an emotional challenge is what creates the context of your ability to let an emotional transformation unfurl itself. So that's why we have the IQ and the EQ before we have the SQ because we are mentally and emotionally preparing to process this breakdown that we have and these breakthroughs that we have with the SQ. So this fear is about wounding, which will either bring us closer together or push us farther away from people in our lives, from our spiritual journey, from ourselves. So the SQ is known as the heart of the golden path, which is, as you can see, it's literally in the center when you're looking at your gene keys. And it's really about 
the willingness of having our heart be open after an emotional death. It's like our version of a resurrection. Like when we've had our heart torn out in whatever capacity and it's the willingness to come back to the innocence that lies underneath all the fear and all of the challenges and all of the the ego perspectives and everything that I talked about earlier and still coming back to that innocence, still coming back to ourselves and opening up our heart. So this is kind of intense, right? Because it's such a freaking beautiful sphere to contemplate and this goes so freaking deep. I'm so glad that I have a whole episode to talk about this because I had if I had to summarize this in like a couple minutes, it would not be happening. So the fourth line, the fourth line for me, belonging, kinship and community. So again, the fourth line is designed to make an impression on many people in their lifetime. This line is all about connecting with others. It thrives on connection and trust with others and it's unconsciously seeking relationships and togetherness throughout life. So from childhood, there's a natural seeking of family and communion. And in adulthood, this shows up as a continued journey to find state, space for belonging in a nourishing space. So it doesn't mean that there's only one interconnectedness. Or this can look like relationships that fulfill different aspects and not may not be connected to one another. So I'll give you a prime example of how this shows up in business for me. I have a lot of entrepreneurial friendships and relationships. I've shared up until this point, I think I've met 14 people from online in person between Toronto, Vancouver, Victoria, Hawaii, Florida, Bali. Like I've been around, like I've literally left the country to meet people. And some of these people, my entrepreneurial friends, they don't know each other, but I have this relationship with them. And so for me, it's like the fourth line of belonging where I notice this in business is like when I feel connected to my people, especially from a spiritual aspect, is all these people are going to have like spirituality in their life. I feel like I have this community. And even now this year, because I am focusing on uh, collaboration with others, what I notice is I'm starting to get these people connected with one another, like really getting people to collaborate and do summits together, podcast episodes and so on. So it's just like such a beautiful thing. So I just wanted to share like a specific example of that. It doesn't mean that I have a massive group of friends. It's funny because I've said this before to people in my life where the day that my fiance Guillaume and I get married, I'm like, I don't even know who I would have in my bridal party because I feel like all my friends don't know each other, but they're all incredible people. Like that's kind of my experience, right? So when we contemplate this fear, you want to consider the gifts that you bring to your relationships and your communities. So when I look at, it's so interesting, because when I look at 41.4 in my SQ, fantasy, anticipation, emanation, what I deeply and truly notice in every single entrepreneurial relationship that I have with these women in my life is that there is always anticipation for change. It's, there's always this journey of everyone starting their entrepreneurial journey because they weren't happy where they were with the work that they were doing before. They wanted to have the freedom financially, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. And so they started a business and it's just this constant journey of going through, moving through the ego deaths, moving towards the higher self, like this constant resurrection and cycle and it's like we all are connected through this experience. But then my four line is like how I'm experiencing it, right? So I had mentioned 
that the line expression is what we needed as a child in order to seek and fulfill the journey of our mythical and spiritual identity. And so it's interesting because I've shared with you now, especially my EQ and then my SQ, like from the ages of really zero to 21, like those three phases for me were very challenging spiritually and emotionally. I didn't really get into spirituality until my 20s, right? But I... I needed to have that gift of anticipation in order to really like access spirituality. I remember being younger and going into bookstores, you know, this is like before the days of internet being a thing. Like we're talking like 10 years old, like this is what the year 2000. So I'm in, I'm in bookstores and I'm looking at Oracle cards and I'm looking at different books around spirituality and witches and all of this. And I'm just so curious, but like I never got to pursue it because I wasn't surrounded by the people who, were also committed to that, right? It was it was seen as like sorcery. Like if I ever brought something home, you know, I know that my vovo would freak out and be like, no, this is like not allowed in the house, right? And so it's interesting how now, again, because the SQ is about coming back to our innocence and our spirituality, it's like that fourth line. It's like I've now connected with the correct people in my life through my entrepreneurial journey where I get to be supported spiritually and they are on the same page as me like we are creating this like the pressure to evolve because the 41 is in the root center is is showing up in all my relationships when it comes to business so it's really wild to see how this shows up in our life you know and I think that if you really want a tool to come back to to contemplate your spiritual journey as an entrepreneur like this is something that's so potent and can be very eye-opening and innocent and you know it's not like we're grunting through in a masculine way like oh I need to peel back the onion and get to my like true core and like this hustle mentality right it's like a very gentle curious like just eye-opening like I feel like my eyes are getting like why does I say this because that's how it feels to me so now when we look at the pathway that leads to the final sphere in the Venus sequence, we have the pathway of realization. And this pathway is a remembering and a surrendering to the mysteries of how we're designed to live our life. And it's about letting go of old paradigms, beliefs, structures that no longer serve us and allowing us to have this, this realization and to sit in the void of awakening. And this path is also known as returning to the one point. So the one point is the space of universal consciousness. And it's quite literally the, our belly button, like our navel in the body. So this is a place of absorption. So obviously the umbilical cord is here that connects us to the womb, that nurtures us. So we're like, again, this deeper coming back to ourselves through this pathway. And so the pathways in the Venus sequence, they resonate with the flow of water, right? So... The, the reason why it's resonating with the flow of water is because emotions are literally energy in motion. Things are moving, right? So when we look at previous pathways, the pathway of intelligence from the IQ resembles a rush and paced flow of rapids. And the breakthrough comes through the pathway of love. This is where we break open our heart into a new paradigm of unconditional love. So it's like the, the river, the pathway has shifted. There's been a turn in the journey, okay? The SQ sphere is where these flows of water and rapids meet the body of the ocean. So it's like you're slowing down, like the work is being done and it's more expansive because you have the breakthrough. Once you have the breakthrough, it's like you're relieving this pressure, right? So there's this depth and this vastness about it. And so this is the true space of transcendence 
and what we call the final flowering of our consciousness into what's called the rainbow body. So this is where we tap into the state of individuation, like who we are as a person, like specifically and uniquely. And this really is the core stability that leads us into the journey of our core wound, which is the final sphere. So this is like the SQ and the pathway realization are like top notch woo woo. If I'm going to be completely blunt with you, I feel like meditating on this, really considering what, what realizations am I having through contemplating the SQ? Like it's the realizations are the breakthrough coming back to your innocence, right? Because then that's when you can go even deeper within yourself to then tap into the core wound, which we're going to talk about in the next episode. So this episode's a little longer than the other ones because it obviously runs deep. And so if you resonate with this, I want to encourage you to go deeper and by that, I want to encourage you to check out The Illuminated Entrepreneur because I think my favorite thing about this program is how I get to work one-on-one with clients to take this work even deeper. Like I'm really curious with coaching and contemplation, the kinds of breakthroughs that you would have with the entire Gene Keys system your golden path, all of it, and how that would shift in the way that you show up in your business with conviction, with confidence, and just unapologetically embodying your energetic gifts and what you're here to give and what you're here to receive. Like it really truly is your own unique journey. And I think the biggest thing that comes from this is the clarity. You know, when we are so clear on our vision and who we are and where we're going and how we are destined to serve the people that we work with, that is when I believe we are unstoppable. There is this invincibility and unapologetic ruthlessness in the way that we show up because there's just no question or doubt that can hinder the drive that we have to really fulfill on our dream of having a business that serves like a multitude of people and leaves a legacy and a lasting impact through the work that we do. And so this is really the framework that I created within the Illuminated Entrepreneurs, like supporting people in this incredibly profound and in-depth manner because I'm committed that people create the life that they love. They get to have the freedom that they desire and that we get out of our own fucking way like really that we get out of our own fucking way and we take radical responsibility and we just show up like a freaking shining light to just show other people that they have a light within themselves so if you want to learn more you're invited to learn more check out in the show notes the illuminated entrepreneur continue to listen to the series because we're going to go deeper and deeper and if you want to sign up for the program book a 15-minute clarity call with me and we're going to have a conversation see where you're at right now in your business to ensure that this is a good fit so that if we decide to move forward together you feel 1000 percent empowered by your decision so with that being said if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet please do and if you can take a moment to leave a review that would be amazing so i can continue to share this work and you can be supportive in sharing this work as well and I will chat with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening.